0: hey there welcome to another episode of the tabletop trio podcast i'm bob i'm joe and this week we take a stroll down memory lane with old pc games and we also go in a little bit more about 3d printing and how i'm gonna be starting the long long addiction of 3d printing stuff all that and more this week's episode tabletop trio Hello there. Hi. Welcome to another episode of the Tabletop Trio Podcast. I'm Bob. I'm Joe. And Bronson is off this week, so we figured we'd bring in a third co-host for the show. You see him on the camera now, so uh, say hello to Baby. He is mic'd up. He is. Let's see He's... if we get any anything from him.
1: Mm, maybe a no. snore later. He's not interested at the moment.
0: No, right now he's just kind of <laughs> chilling, <laughs> hanging out. But uh, Baby is our fourth member of the tabletop trio. But uh, yeah, we're here. <laughs> Don't worry, we have a camera on us. It's not going to be just Cat Cam, even though I'm sure a lot of people are like, Yeah, everyone's like, Oh, yeah, keep with the cats. Leaving now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Viewership goes from like two to negative one. <laughs> like they've actually taken viewers from us because we're like, No, nah, Cat. Where's the cat? The cat's gone, <laughs> I'm gone. Yeah. I'm only here for the cat. Like Purple Prince said, I'm here for the cat. Mm -hmm.
1: So we'll be checking in intermittently. Uh, Presumably, he will, uh, well, he's all nipped up, so he's going to (laughs) start snoring soon like
0: all people on drugs do. Yeah, pretty much. I have a request to put the cat back on, so uh, baby's just chilling. He's noticing the, uh, the microphone. Yeah, he does every now and then. He's like, "Was that?" Because he's high and he didn't realize it was there two seconds ago. <laughs> I am going to uh, keep the mic muted just because I'm getting a lot of that room noise with it. Because <laughs> with that, we had to like we have you know settings and all that kind of stuff in with the board. But in order to properly mic up the cat. You have to disable all that. You have to disable all that. (laughs) And I went to school for this. (laughs) Like, I paid. Oh, does that mean it makes you angry? Thousands of dollars. How how does ASMR make you feel?
1: Basically, taking all of your school and just like throw it out because we want you to turn your gain up to the point where if someone talks, your eardrums are going to explode.
0: Just so you can have it sound like this. But. It's like no. <laughs> it's like on one hand, impressive how much they turn the gain up, and then oh yeah, and then on the other hand, it's like stop it. <laughs> like, and I will say, I think those uh, the, what are they the the binaural microphones? Oh, the Is ones that that, what they're called? like
1: you could talk like this, like all the
0: way around. Yeah, and it's it's the trippiest thing in the world.
1: Isn't that just like a stereo microphone?
0: Isn't isn't that just like a microphone with two microphones in it? Yes, but no. Mm. But like to the point where it'll take any headphones Mm. because normally with stereo it's left, right. Right. But with the binaural microphone, Mm -hmm. it's basically like having like Dolby surround sound, Mm. but recording in that Dolby surround sound. Mm. So like if you hear something like up and to your right, you actually hear that in your headphones. Mm. It's the trippiest thing to listen to. Yeah. But like the technology just isn't there quite yet and those those um those microphones are like stupid
1: expensive that reminds me of the technology we have right now with uh all of the game audio stuff 7.1 surround sound 5.1 surround sound dolby atmos windows sonic i think it's called uh and then the games have their own things and then there's oh, like yeah. real and it, god forbid you have two on at the same time oh yeah and it's just like could we, could we just pick one? Could we? Mm-hmm. I get like you know advancements and stuff, and like innovation and all that good stuff, but like, I used to have a set of headphones. It was like, I paid like two hundred fifty dollars for like these Logitech wireless seven point one surround sound headphones. I had a bug where if I played Minecraft, I would only hear left and right audio. And you're thinking, yeah, that's fine. No. Direct left or direct right. No one in front of me. No one behind me. No one else anywhere else. If you were here or here, I could hear you perfect. And I kept getting like blown up by creepers and all this. other... Like, what the fuck is happening? So you're just like, oh. La, and then la, I heard, la, la. I was playing with fuck. a friend, and he ran past me, and I heard nothing. And then, and then ran past me again. I was like, I. I don't even know what what to say now. Oh my god. So,
0: yeah, that's that's the thing. Yeah, I and I'm I'm too computer illiterate. Like I understand how to use a computer. Obviously. <laughs> I've grown up using them. Right. But I'm too computer illiterate to be like, okay, if the sound is doing this, that means it's either a b c d e f. I don't know any of that. Right. Just I just go to my sound settings. Oh, is this what it should be? Perfect. Yeah. Oh no, it's not working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm troubleshooting. Oh no! For and, then like a, like,
1: and then I'm like, Joe. Then I'm troubleshooting <laughs> for like an hour on anything
0: I'm working on. Like, what is it? Mm-hmm. Like, I I bought a a headset from it's Corsair. I forget the the model. Um, just because everything I use has been Corsair, so I'm like, fuck it, mm-hmm. same parts, it's gonna work together. Right. You would think. Yeah, and it has like the Dolby Atmos like settings, and if the mm-hmm. game has them, it recommends to use those settings. But you have to change the settings in the Corsair app and in the game, and if the game doesn't, you have to change it back. And but 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 Yep. And me being in radio, I like being able to hear myself as well as whatever you know whatever I'm saying, right? So, and with the headset that I have on, it works but it's not loud enough. Like I don't hear myself loud enough. So I wind up over talking Mm. and because I'm over talking, I'm like
1: really over talking
0: (laughs) and it's just, and I have the, 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 the force feedback is not the right word, but like I have the um, mix minus. I have that set up. So like it's pinned Mm. and I just kind of like hear myself like this in the background. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's the most annoying
1: thing ever. Yeah, I could see that. I usually, when I'm on my PC, I don't want to hear my... Because I I know I'm good enough. Like, I, my voice is never too quiet. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Kitty Host, still chilling. Yep.
0: Kitty Host is still hanging out. He's let's, doing let's his
1: best impression of uh Still just big chill.
0: Yeah, just chilling. I have his mic turned on.
1: Eventually, he will start snoring. Yes. And then we will mic him up. (laughs) And it's going to be amazing. (laughs) Loaf mode mode is activated. Big initiated, except he doesn't realize he has to put both hands together. So he kind of just does one, and then one's just kind of like wherever he might flop it. (laughs) He's like kind of sphinxing right now, but like not. No. Dusty Sphinx the other day, she went on the couch and did that dumb dog thing that they do every now and again, where their back legs are down all the way, but their front legs are like standing on something. I was like, what, what, what are you
0: doing? Yeah. Who, who are you? My (laughs) idiots do that all the time where they'll, they're both pit bull mixes Mm -hmm. and apparently it's like more prevalent in pit bulls Mm. where they'll be sitting on the couch. They'll slide off instead of standing (laughs) up and getting off. (laughs) But after they slide and get their front paws on the ground, they'll that's just stand. Good there. enough. Yeah. That's good enough. And they're just like, we figured yeah, it out. This is fine. Back legs still chilling, like yeah. frog leg and spluted out. Yeah, yeah. That's what but that's they're just what like, did. I was like, yeah, who? Who are all you? Right, cool.
1: I've I've known you since you were like this big, and you've never done that before in your life. What What are you doing? I took a picture. I was so confused. <laughs> so, um, but that reminds me, um. So I I was having some fun uh with some some really old stuff. We were talking last week about your your old games and we were talking about um the archive.org where you could um if anyone who doesn't know archive.org, you can kinda go and search the internet archives of just old shit. Um you could find old DOS games, you could find Full ISOs of stuff you could find web games that have died that you could now emulate. So, because you, you know, Flash is dead, um, but you can go there and you play the Flash games just right from the website. It's great, you can go all the way back to your childhood, have a good time. So, last week we were talking about that Game Explosion 500 CD that I have. Mm-hmm. The CD has been scratched to all hell because I was like nine when I got it, um, so I never thought it would work again. Thankfully, through the beauty of Archive.org, someone uploaded their copy. Oh. So I downloaded it, and then here's where it gets fun. I know you could use DOSBox or any other emulator to emulate a Windows 98 PC, which is fine. You could (laughs) emulate it, but certain games needed old hardware to run because it's tied to the clock speed on the processor. So if you try to use your new age, newfangled processor running at like like 87 gigahertz, uh, the game runs at like 47 million FPS, and it just doesn't work right. (laughs) So you need old shit. So there is a thing out someone made. uh, Linus Linus Tech Tips made a video about it uh, this week, and I had no idea it existed. So I obviously... Uh, went and got it. It's called PCM, P-C-E-M, and it emulates the entire computer down to the BIOS. Wow. So you can go all the way back in time to, like, the Atari PC and, like, the Commodore 64s and, and all that stuff, Um, and you could emulate the entire computer, like, from pressing the power button, going through the BIOS. You could do Everything. It's all That's emulated. so cool. What's crazy is it's emulated off of your processor. Your GPU has nothing to do. It's all processor-based emulating. Okay. So I went, and I was like, well, we're going to do it. So <laughs> oh, yeah, I loaded up a Pentium II uh, <laughs> with, like, 256 megs of RAM, which at the time, I would have been, like, I had to have been a millionaire to afford that much RAM on a PC. It probably would have cost, I think at the time, that was – Easily like a $5,000 PC. Jeez. So I loaded it up. I bought the Voodoo 3 uh, graphics card, which again at the time was like the Ferrari of graphics cards. I never got that as a kid. I I don't even think I had a video card. You just had to deal with it. It was terrible. Hey, um, it was all text-based. And then <laughs> open word. <laughs> and then I started Can to not recognize. Oh my God. So that's where it gets interesting. So I started installing Windows 98 again. So I first of all had to go find Windows ninety eight, which there are some shady websites on the internet, and you should all be ashamed of yourselves. Um, but I got a couple that worked. Oh, no, and then I don't know if you remember, but back in the day before XP, you needed a boot disk to get the installer for Windows ninety eight. Mm-hmm. So I need to go find the boot disk floppy. For those who don't know, the um, best that the m- most satisfying click. Oh, most satisfying. Just- and then the, when it started, oh, this is great. Anyway, so I got this thing all going. I got it all set up. Uh, it took like 45 minutes because it's emulating at that slow-ass speed. Even though I'm using an SSD and everything, it doesn't know that. So it takes forever. I mean oh my God. forever. It's like seven restarts to because I forgot with Windows 98. After it does literally everything, it's like, I need to reboot again. And then I finally get Game Explosion 500 on. I put in the CD. Well, I put in the CD. I put the ISO in. And it boots up. And I see the screen. And I was just smacked in the face of childhood. <laughs> I've, I've never been hit with nostalgia that hard in my life. Oh my God, um, yes. So I start flipping through the games. And I didn't think about it from when I was a kid. So the game, the game, uh, the loader, if, if you will, uh, first of all, when you go to register uh it asked if you want to register and you have to put in a fax address so you could you could then like you know dial up to the internet and then connect to the service so you could register and there's a big check mark on the box like on one of the boxes which i didn't realize at the time had a click here if you are local to fort lauderdale uh florida for you will be dialing out local Instead of, like, you know, like, a real dial-out. So I guess the company was based in Florida. Oh, wow. And if you registered with the internet, with, like, the dial-up, you could dial local to, to I guess, whatever, register the, the program. Oh, that's funny. So I'm, like, digging through the program, and I'm, I'm, I'm finding all these old games. Uh, Spear of Destiny was the one that I remembered that I thought was Wolfenstein. It's the single-player mode of Wolfenstein. It's like a, a I guess, an offshoot Mm-hmm. So that's the one I always used to play. Hitler's like right on there. I was like, ha, cuckoo, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I played that for like Kill five minutes. The, the audio was terrible, but I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started going through like a lot of like the flash games. Like remember that um, ski game where you're like chased by a, like a frigging snowman or something. Yeah. 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 That was in there. And, like, Pop It. I don't know if you remember Pop It. The little bouncy balls. You shoot the spears up. The, yes. That was in there. Like, all of these old games oh that my
0: God, I yes.
1: remember being, like, Flash game popular yeah. was in there. And I was like, holy shit. I never put two and two together. And then I loaded up. I, well, I tried to load up uh, Need for Speed uh, 3, Hot Pursuit. Because uh, that was that was one of my games that I had. And... Uh, I installed it. It took like 40 minutes to load the CD. It had that really old installer where there were like the three bars of like one blinked fast, one blinked slow, and then one was like your cache. Mm -hmm. And I
0: was like, oh my God, the installer memories. Well, uh, (laughs) Kida Kida says, uh, remember when Windows would get stuck at the beginning of a download and estimate the download time in years. Oh my God. Yeah. Every time with the, that was internet explorer downloads. So it'd be
1: like 47 hours, three minutes. Four days, 35 seconds. And you're like, could you pick one? <laughs> that
0: just unlocked a core memory for me. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was my senior year of high school. Oh, no. We, uh, I took a a CAD class, you know, computer uh, computer-assisted drafting, mm-hmm. I think it was. I'm surprised they offered that. I I am too. With all of the lack of technology, my high school had all high schools. All right, we still used laser discs. Well, compared to other, <laughs> touche. Compared to other schools that like I had friends go to that had like radio stations or TV stations, they're like, yeah, we have a CAD class. I'm like, oh, that's fuck, fucked up. We didn't get fuck any of that. Yeah, let's go. To the point, our teacher actually gave us a cracked version of, I forget the name of the program that we used. Mm-hmm. So when we graduated, he's he's like congrats on graduating here. And he hands us a, uh It's probably a, AutoCAD a, uh, 2006. No, sp- notoriously. I still have
1: that copy. It was probably somewhere <laughs> along those lines. No- notoriously cracked all. Well, yeah. like that was my favorite
0: thing. Just to do that and play with it and unload it. My computer at home was a giant piece of dog shit. So I would get those like rendering times mm, and like all that days. other stuff. And it'd be like X days, four days, 25 minutes. Four hours. I'm like, oh, okay. 40 minutes. That's not too bad. I'll let that be and I'll go, you know, somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, that was, and
1: then, like, I don't know if y'all remember uh, the LimeWire days and, like, um, so I used WinMX because I thought I was cool. Uh, it was green, like, black with, like, the green hacker text, but it was Comic Sans. It was fucking awful. Um, but it would, same thing. It would be, like, 12 minutes, 37 hours, 8 minutes, Oh, disconnected! And then you you have to like get off. They be like, "Who picked up the goddamn phone?" (laughs) I was doing something. I was on the internet. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, I now have all of these old ISOs. So I went to go install um, Madden ninety seven because I actually I own them. EA, don't come at me. Uh, (laughs) I bought. Well, I didn't buy it. I was like eight or nine. My, so what you're saying is you don't own them. Your parents. It was my my aunt and uncle because <laughs> oh. uh, I got it for my birthday. It was the triple play pack. This was back when EA was like interesting and tried to do fun shit. Mm-hmm. Um, they they gave away or they sold a. It's called the triple play '97 package. So it had NFL '97. Um, it had MLB '97, or sorry, they called it triple play '97, and then they had. NBA 97. So you'd get all three games in one pack. With like 25 CDs. Yeah, Well, the Madden one was two, and I think all the other ones were one. Um, Because I think that was the first Madden that was like 3D. Um, I remember playing the shit out of it. Um, Ironically, I played the basketball one the most, and I don't and never did really like basketball. (laughs) But I think it looked the best at the time. Mm-hmm. And I think for a child brain, I think it was the easiest one oh, yeah. to, to play. Um, so I want to get at that and, and see if I can get it set up enough to, uh, to, to maybe do a stream on it. And I would love to, uh, if you have any
0: old DOS Style like those old games. I have to find that. I played this game called Whiplash as a kid, and I'm pretty sure I've brought this on. Yeah. Or brought this up on the show before. Yeah, but it was a 3D car racing game, but it was basically like Gran Turismo meets Twisted Metal, mm. where your goal was just to kind of ram the other car off the road. <laughs> and you would get fatality. Simple. Like, just oh, like... It's like a Mortal Kombat like me, Yeah, like, throw in Mortal Kombat on top of that. Love that. <laughs> and all I remember is a specific section of track that, looking back now, probably was modeled off of the uh, Peach's Castle level of mm. Mario Kart, where it's a big, long-ass ramp, but if you didn't make it, you died. <laughs> but if you crashed somebody... They die and you get a good speed boost. <laughs> and it was just such a fun game. I would love to see if that could, we'll, like, emulate it. Because that was, like, well my that, first computer game I ever played. So that's the thing. This isn't really emulating
1: the games, it's emulating the entire hardware. So you're really playing the games okay. as they were intended to be played, uh, which is kind of the fun part of it is that there's no emulating the game. You are like you're playing, playing the game. So, like, I have, like, the Encarta. Um, CDs. No, like the encyclopedia. Ooh. Okay. I have that. Um, like I have all the CDs, like I still own all the CDs. (laughs) So I'm like, I'm going to load up the ISOs and, and, and see if anybody in the chat has like old stuff that you just remember, but like, there's no way it's going to work today. Uh, throw it in the chat, send us an email uh, mm-hmm. Those listening through the podcast or whatever, yeah, email us
0: trio podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, we'll do
1: a uh, we'll do a special stream with uh with uh, I know there's like a ton of e learning ones that like mm-hmm. we had that they don't really make nowadays. I there's remember not a lot of e learning like uh Mavis Beef Mavis Beacon teaches typing was mm-hmm. like the huge one, and I remember th- the panic inducing thing because one of the games was you were in a submarine. And you have to type, and the faster you type, the faster the submarine will go, and you better go fast because there's a fucking shark chasing you. <laughs> and like it makes the noise and everything, and you're like mm-hmm. panic typing, like. and then you wonder why millennials have fucking anxiety
0: and shit right This is what you taught us. Yeah, between that and the Sonic drowning music. <laughs> like, I didn't play a lot of Sonic growing up because I never had a Sega or anything. I But did. that music oh it was terrifying.) Is and then so, boom to the point where I have Sonic pinball on the Switch. Oh yeah. And if you fall in the water, that music plays, I still get like oh god, oh god, and I I, I panic button mash.
1: <laughs> I yeah, that it. that game that when you got under the water levels, the pa- panic inducing. Uh, like uh, but yeah, I I don't remember Lemmings. Do you remember?
0: It sounds it's familiar. Yeah, it's like a
1: familiar Word, yeah, but I don't like in my brain i'm I'm putting it with
0: Pikmin, and I think that's incorrect <laughs> well, so, and some of the other like flash games, I loved playing slime soccer,
1: oh my god, um, I just oh shit, I just remembered one of the game websites it was addictinggames.com. oh, yeah, addicting games mini clip, the biggest one that I can't remember was the candy one. I think it was it was life savers,
0: yeah. It was like lifesavers or Cream Savers or something. It like was both.
1: Well, it was lifesavers was the website, and True. then creamsavers was one of the games. That's right. But I remember that the, that pool game they had like a billiards game. I was a beast. It was at that the game. best one because that was like early multiplayer games, and you could play with anyone because you needed a potato because it just ran in a flash game.
0: All the school <laughs> computers, like we'd be playing on every single one of those games. They blocked.
1: They blocked all of us. And then you, this is how I became techie because I wanted to play games. And so spite is my main <laughs> motivator and I wanted to play games and be lazy. So that's how I learned how to get around Surfwatch. I don't know if Surfwatch still exists for, for the kids today who might be listening. But Surfwatch was a web filter that wouldn't let you see anything. Um, so we used to get around that. I used to bring a flash drive mm-hmm. with my own version of uh, Mozilla on it. That was like basically connected to my house. Okay. Um, Oh, God. Oregon Oregon Trail. Oregon Trail. uh, That would be a great one to stream. It would, like the OG. Yeah. So this is also going to be a a throwback. So my parents, it had to be my grandpa's. Had a computer from like the 80s. The monitor was probably eight inches. (laughs) It was like this big. It was black and white. (laughs) And knowing what I know now, I think it ran DOS. Okay. Okay. I don't, I can't confirm that. It was too long ago. I don't remember, but I know you got to like a menu where it was all text and you had the C drive prompt. And if we typed enough shit, like enough random shit, it would turn on and we would either (laughs) just turn towards the camera. Just turn, look at the camera. Um, It's like he knew he was on camera. Right. Um, So that you would, once we spammed enough buttons, something would turn on. And we would be able to get um, either Wheel of Fortune or Jeopardy. And they were old. They were in black and white. And they were very much, uh, I don't know if it's one bit or two bit, eight bit, probably eight bit. But like just black and white. Mm -hmm. Um, And we would play. And we would make the like the click noise. And it made, it played Wheel of Fortune, but like, you know, in like bitmap Te- like oh, yeah, sounds and looking back now, like now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, holy shit. Why did we get rid of that computer? That is like that is a history piece. Mm-hmm. It had the five and a half inch floppies. Oh, you like had them big boys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the
0: extra floppies, <laughs>
1: the ones that were really floppy. <laughs> um, And so, like, I want to get amazing. that back. I actually just joined a Facebook group for DOS games um. And I've been asking them questions about, like, you know, does anybody remember this? I'm trying to find this. Do you guys know what it
0: mm-hmm. is? Um, oh, God, all the Tycoon games are fantastic. Um, My favorite, Roller Coaster Tycoon 2, and all of the, the like, I would always get the expansion packs and all that, mm-hmm. only to do the single desert map that had no budget. so I I only got one and I would just fucking yeet, you know, take the launch cars, Mm -hmm. put it up a little ramp and then just yeet it into a crowd just because I'm like, (laughs) it exploded and people died. I I remember packing my park with like
1: 10,000 people and then closing, like blocking off the front gate,
0: putting a do not enter sign on the front.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And then, and then opening up like all of the roller coasters during their launch things and just launching them everywhere in the park. I'm like, all right, time to leave that for a few hours and really empty out this park. <laughs> like, looking back now, like, I still play Roller Coaster Tycoon because it's available on your Android tablets, like the original one oh, is. Oh, yeah, that's right. They, they did do the touch one. It's shit because it's like, you know, put in a, a roller coaster, wait four and a half hours for it yeah. to be built, and Here's it's like idle tap. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, or I'm going to go get the original one and just, like, build everything in, like, you know, an After hour. Actually play the game? Yeah, actually actually have fun. So um, I still love Tycoon games because of that. Mm-hmm. I played so
0: many hours. Well, I think that's where I got my, like, start in all those, like, city builder games and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Like, you know, you and I tried to play, <laughs> tried. We will get it working. To play um, uh, City Skylines yeah. multiplayer which they're coming out with a definitive, like, upgraded edition or something like that. Does it have the multiplayer mod in it? No, (laughs) no, and it's just the console. Oh, wow. They're they're like, oh, well, the PS5, you can build on more tiles than just the 5 you get. Oh, they probably just stole the mod, because I think one of the mods goes... No, they they made it, like, because you know how on PC you can do more, Mm -hmm. just in general, not even counting mods? Right. You can just match what the PC does. Oh, still no mods or anything like that. It's still the console version, which is like stupid, watered down, and all that kind of thing. Got it. It's just, and here I have, thought it would be fun. You can have twenty-eight tiles instead of five.
1: I never even got past like two.
0: Like yeah, I, I would just I would just change it up. I build too quick.
1: That's my that's my problem with tycoon games. I'm like, all right, I got a five million dollar budget. I'm gonna spend four point nine million dollars out the gate, but like. People look at John and then it's like month four, and you're like, You have negative five million dollars. You plan on paying
0: them back? Like, I'll build my city. (laughs) And again, I'll do creative mode, no budget, no money, like unlimited money, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I won't detail, but I'll like expand out. And then I'm like, Oh, I'm gonna build a racetrack. (laughs) And then I just spend all my time building a racetrack and not even worrying about like the city building part of things. <laughs> no one needs to live here. And then, it's a racetrack. And then I just, I just lacked <laughs> the patience to go in and be like, okay, this wall needs an arm co barrier around here. And then going to put the, the, the sand trap here. And it got to the point where I downloaded a mod that changed that you could select like F1 cars or buses to look like F1 cars. <laughs> and I would have them go around the racetrack <laughs> as a bus line. Oh, so the cars no. would constantly be going around, but they'd come in and pit every single, mm. because I needed one bus stop. Amazing. So in the chat, we've got, um,
1: will you one day stream and review all of my favorite childhood learning games? I don't know if we could do all of them. Uh, oh my God. Cause there's a lot of them, but my goal is to set up a old emulator area that we could, get in and, and play some of like,
0: just, just go back in time. I would love that. Like Kitty Kitty says math munchers fucking loved that game. <laughs> I loved <laughs> math munchers. There was another game from the learning company. I think and it's
1: the one that 4am watched. Cause I think I bought, I, well, I didn't buy it cause you know, it doesn't exist anymore. Um, let me see if I can pull up my drive. Cause I actually did download one for, uh, 4am watch. Um, that was like an e-learning one and um they made one for like each grade are you talking about that there was like third grade fourth grade fifth grade
0: blah 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 no blah, blah. that that was something else i know what you're talking about with that but this one like math munchers was definitely one there was another one again like the learning company just made all of those edu- like fun educational games mm. um but there was one where i remember specifically clue finders I don't that's what this one is. It's Clue Finders. But what it, and it was like a whole bunch of like different mini games and all that kind of stuff. One of them was you were building a car and you had to get to like different levels. Oh my God, and holy like, shit. And like it would hit, you know, a certain gate and it would be one of those yeah, red that. tires and green spoiler. The elevator will go down. So like you had to figure out, okay, I need a car... That would go, that would go past this elevator and keep going straight, but would go up this one. So I needed green tires and red spoiler instead. I, holy shit. And like, you had, and like one of the characters was an old, like crazy looking doctor guy.
1: Weren't they all in the learning phase? But like, it
0: was like (laughs) with the crazy, like blown out hair, stark white, white, Science uh Yeah, like knock
1: off uh Einstein. Yeah, like like all of them. Knock
0: off like Doc Brown meets (laughs) you know, Rick Sanchez meets (laughs) Einstein, like all those kind of things.
1: Uh in the chat we have Carmen San Diego, yes. Yes. Um I could definitely dig that up. I I know those will be available. Um you know what we gotta do? We gotta we gotta dress uh age appropriate, get like uh like old baseball hats, like the the pinstripe oh baseball God, hats yes. and like baggy shirts that have like ninja turtles on them or something. I shouldn't have to look far. There's like four in my closet. I found it. Did
0: you? I found the game. What is it called? It's called Mission Think. Mission Think. Huh. I'm yeah, sure like I remember this was my favorite game growing up. And see, it's the doctor yeah, with the white floofy hair but still brown all around. Coat, it, it still, looks like an angry brown.
1: lion kind of yes yeah that's amazing so yeah we could definitely pull that one up too
0: oh my god and I'm just remembering now one of the other levels looking at this where you had to control a magnet and catch robot cats who are trying to get you <laughs> and like you had to catch them and like slide them away oh my god it was so much fun look up math
1: zoo zillions oh god
0: alright I gotta take a look at this too I'll pull
1: pull it up on the tablet. That way it's nice and big. Yeah. Math. Not math way. Not that. So, mighty math Zuzillions. Thank you. I don't know if I ever played this game, but it looks... I'll have you know that it is on Amazon for $9. (laughs) (laughs) Who is selling it for $9? It doesn't even support Windows
0: 7. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, I, I love how the one I'm seeing here, Mighty Math Zuzillion's Windows XP compatible. Yeah, Windows
1: XP compatible. That was a big thing. A lot of these learning games are for Windows 98. Yeah.
0: Oh, my goodness. That's amazing.
1: Look at those 3D textures. So there's yes. like a couple games that like in my memory are like perfect, but like I know that that's not what it's going to be. So like I think... So I used to stay at my neighbor's house um, uh, right next door to me, and he had uh, a gaming-esque PC, and I did not. And he had one of the Lego games where, like, I think it was one of the, like, the Lego Racer games, like one of the really, really early ones. Okay. And I remember it looking so good, and I remember wanting to play it all the time, but I didn't have it, and I didn't know how to get it. Mm -hmm. So, like... I don't even know what it's fucking called.
0: So I gotta go find out first was what it, it's called. Was it Lego Island? I think so. Where you one of the jobs you had to do was deliver pizzas? I don't know about the pizza cuz I
1: didn't play it like I wasn't oh, there okay. that often. Okay. You know, I was only there for like playdates. So like you're only there for like a couple hours. Yeah. But I remember like having to put a cart together and doing races. And then another one is the Hot Wheels games. Yes. Which I just got the new Hot Wheels game and it is I'm not going to lie, kind of really fucking fun. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it was that one. Uh, like, I think, I think
0: it was just one of the old school... This game actually scared me as a kid. <laughs> really? I, that game was a horror game to me. Explain. So there was one <laughs> mission where you worked for the pizza shop, mm-hmm. and you had to go around delivering pizzas, mm-hmm. and to start the game... You had to uh, switch over uh, to deliver a pizza to the um, the police station. right? Well, you deliver a pizza, and they ordered like extra spicy. Well, the Brickster was the, the, was the villain of the game. Mm-hmm. The Brickster placed a prank call, and he delivered he ordered the pizza. Oh. So I delivered it. He ate the pizza, breathed fire, and broke out of jail. And it scared me because I thought I was going to get in trouble. <laughs> so I just stopped playing or I'd start a new game. I'm He'd like, you know playing, what? It? I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm just going to drive race cars because you can do <laughs> race cars. You can snowboard. I don't know why, but to this day, I remember one of the voice lines from the game was, Oh, I wonder why doctors call it practice wouldn't you think they're a doctor? They should be good at what they do now. Why do they need to practice all the time? <laughs> it, it's stupid like that, but it just, that's one of the dumb things so do that we, sticks around in my brain. <laughs> do we
1: have to, we're going to have to pull this up on, uh, on streams. So you could,
0: you could work through your childhood trauma. <laughs> I <might have> <laughs> Cause I remember you could build your car, you could customize like the car and all the other stuff. Like, Obviously, it's a Lego game, so building was a yeah, big, it was a big like, thing. thing. That's what I remember about
1: the cart is, like, you can make it however you wanted. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm sure now, no, you couldn't. There were yeah. probably only, like, five of each items. So, like, you know, how many could you possibly do? But at the time, I was like, oh, my God. And like, I remember, so I, I had CCD, which was a Catholic school thing for, like, not in Catholic school, but, like, learning to be a good young Christian. Um, and the PCs that were in there were old as dirt, but they had like an art game where you had like a, um, there was like a face and like you could draw on the face and you can kind of make it whatever you want. No idea what it's called. No, I, I don't even think it was for Windows. It
0: was like a virtual Wooly Willy.
1: Yeah, pretty oh much. And I remember always wanting to get on there. And then always getting in trouble because you're not supposed to be on the PCs. This is after school activity. Oh yeah. You're not. It wasn't the school that I went to, but like I'd still, I get in trouble every other mm-hmm. day for trying to get in and do it. But um, yeah. I, it's just old games, man.
0: Oh yeah. So we have a, we have a cat checkup. I, I'm checking in on the cat. Assed out. Oh yeah. To the point where his head's just like, doing that like Jello neck bob. <laughs> no snoring yet, though. So, do you guys remember
1: the the throwback? Because it just remem- uh, Papa's uh, Pizzeria just reminded me. Um, I don't know if I still have the CDs, but do you guys remember when uh, cereal companies used to do video games mm-hmm. when you ordered in? So I had, I think I had, I think it was Captain Crunch was the big one. Captain Crunch made a video game and you were like a skateboarder or something
0: and you Vaguely. were I
1: I remember I just remembered that that's like a my brain has unlocked knowledge and then on top of like I feel like my brain is just functioning more over the last couple days <laughs> we'll we'll talk about that we'll shortly that like, but like <laughs> I've been remembering things that I haven't been able to remember in years and that's one of them I can't remember what it was? Let me see if I could... I remember it was right when all of the different berry flavors came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cap, tan, crunch, cereal, game, PC game. From it had to be. I don't know if it was nineties. Holy shit! It was nineties. Right. Oh
0: god, those graphics! It was from nineteen ninety seven.
1: Oh god. <laughs> It was Captain Crunch's Crunchling Adventure. I would have been six years old. <laughs> I was eight. Nope. Okay. It was six nine, turning It seven. was from 1999.
0: Oh, 98 or 99. Sh- so I would have been eight. I was 10. Turning nine. So I remember
1: this game so fucking clearly. You had these little Crunchling shitlins um, that I guess each Crunchling was the flavors now. So you had pink, yellow, and I think it was orange or green. One of those. And like, you were those little things. And like, one was like a skateboarding level. And then one, that's the one I remember the most. Cause I think it was like the most fun, but you did these things to like help captain crunch. And I remember I had a, we, my mom was going to shoot me. um, Cause you had a, take the box tops. You had to get, like, X amount of box tops mm-hmm. and then send in, like, $10 or whatever, $15. So, like, the box tops really meant nothing. You were, oh, yeah. You were paying $15. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hence why they've created the no-purchase-necessary uh, right. <laughs> rules now. So
1: I remember we, we sent it in. I basically forgot about it. And like, a year later, a CD pops up in the mail. We were like, <gasps> and I think it came with an AOL CD because what didn't at the time, <laughs> right? <laughs>
0: Like everyone and their mother had like fifteen like oh my god another ten year trials n- another thousand hours.
1: Like how how many can you possibly run? A thousand hours. It, that's like months. Yeah. <laughs> on and just dial up. You couldn't stay on. No it's impossible. God, no. <laughs> Not at all. Oh man. Yeah, this is, is apparently amazing. the computer game
0: nostalgia episode. My bad, guys. But I mean um, I'm okay with this. <laughs> like it's and again we are you know tabletop trio we talk about hobbies gaming is a, is a is obviously a hobby. Yeah, it it kind of like as you this is a thing where like you talk yes. about
1: it, right? So like you think about it and you're doing you're you're going through your memories and you're like, "Oh, I remember that game and oh, I remember that game and like I remember this." But like once you start talking with somebody else, and then someone else is like, "Oh, I remember that too," and your brain's just like, and you're like, "Oh, I remember that too." <laughs> One of my favorite
0: like high school moments was again senior year in the tech lab. We would all play tribes, mm. and it was all a land game, so anyone could jump in at any given time, and we'd all play tribes in the uh, in the tech room. Yeah. So during finals week. If I didn't have a final, I'd be in the, uh, the, the tech lab just playing some games. Like, everyone would actually go to the tech lab before school started. Mm-hmm. Like, they'd actually get in early to be like, oh, you guys want to play tribes? Meanwhile, I'm like, I'm not going to the tech lab. I'm going to the band room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so much cooler than you. Yeah, I am so nerdy. I didn't even hang out with, like, the nerdy kids. <laughs> I went to the fucking band
1: room. <laughs> so I went to Vogue School for tech. I went for networking. Mm-hmm. So early on, we set up our PCs for networking. We got it all working. We got our, uh, our switches in place. And then we just played Warcraft 3, specifically Dota, because our PCs were so bad <laughs> that we could only play Dota. Regular Warcraft wouldn't work. <laughs> so we would play Warcraft 3 Dota mod for like hours at a time
0: that's amazing. Uh, and my
1: teacher would then have to basically corral us to do lessons on like what the hardware is and like all right, so today we're going to switch you off of switches and onto hubs. And then you guys are going to play your game and let me know how that works. Hubs suck. <laughs> For those unaware, we don't use them anymore because they're ass. So a hub much like its name, just has all of the traffic. Picture a 24-lane highway with no lines. You're just, have fun. Um,
0: so, like, anything you see on, like, any, like, roads in, like, some other country. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the India um,
1: crossroads where there's just, like, fucking 700 cars in all directions and the only people moving are the motorcycles. <laughs> that is a hub. So when you try to play games, it just doesn't work out because the, everything hits each other. There's collisions. The games freeze. We we break out. That's how games work. So then that's how he would teach us. And then he's like, okay, now we're going to switch back to switches where everyone gets your own lane. And we were like, yeah, we can play again. And then we would play a game. We were like, throw those hubs away. He's like, well, we might need them. <laughs> everyone was like, for what? The yeah. technology has been replaced. Throw it away.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I love, uh, in the chat, kid, says, uh, Baby's head is almost on the floor. I don't know how he has the neck muscle and slowly, the neck strength to do this.
1: Slowly but surely. Because
0: he's like he hovers. probably, yeah, like maybe a half inch I off think, of the ground.
1: I think his other arm is always ever so slightly under it, so his head doesn't move.
0: Let's see if he's snoring. Not getting anything?
1: Nothing. He's just <laughs> Out. I see his head bobbing up and down. That's him like waking up for a moment and then right back out.
0: Now if I sprayed more uh catnip, <laughs> do you think he would wake up or would he just bask? I I don't know. He he might roll over. He might I, I, I'm not sure. <laughs> For him watch says, wake up and then immediately crash. (laughs) Smell it. (laughs) Die. (laughs) So what you're saying is I should give one more spray right in front of the mic. (laughs) Just for science.
1: (laughs) Yeah, if you want to do it, go for it. I would just um the the fan over there, just turn that off so it doesn't try to like um whatchamacallit? Clean the area. (laughs) (laughs) Hit him with the hit him with the spray. All right, here we go. (laughs) Oh, he's rolling. Oh, good stretch. (laughs) Taking the headphones off. Word. Here you see. The (laughs) spray. All right. Now he's going to be like, like, well, the noise is a little unnerving when you've been passed out for a while. But he's coming right back. (laughs) (laughs) He's exploring now. He's like slowly. All right. Now you're going to get you got to come back to the back to the microphone. He's going to come back.
0: <laughs> this is great by the way if you're a podcast listener. Yeah. Uh, the, doing play by play of Joe's cat slowly walking slowly but surely checking out some uh, catnip spray. Back towards the microphone. Because we've been told if we do not show cats, people will there's stop. There's going to be a problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're we're going to be uh we're going to be hunted if we don't. Oh, here we go. ASMR content. I heard a little... Heard a lick. A
0: little (laughs) lick. (laughs) Oh, he did not like whatever he just smelled there. This is just wonderful content here. (laughs) Hey, owning cats is a hobby.
1: It is. Let's see what he's gonna do. Is he gonna start rolling? Well, oh. I know you heard that.
0: Rolling flop. If you, I feel like we're on a golf thing now. You're right. And now, <laughs> up to the next hole. We have baby. It's a four rolling. three.
1: Rolling, ferociously. If you hear what sounds like a rug being rubbed, it's his head
0: (laughs) As he rolls into a ball, oh big stretch. That's
1: how you know it's working.
0: Little golf clap. Definitely doesn't translate to the the audio side of the podcast, but honestly, it's a cat, and yeah, cats cat doing cat things exactly. Cats will be our overlord. Oh yeah, there we go. He's Sphinxin now. Oh yeah,
1: his legs are in positions that aren't normally in positions. That's not how cats sit,
0: <laughs> or at least not how not how normal cats sit. <laughs> no,
1: no normal cats sit like this. <laughs> He's like, I don't know if I should run or pass out, so I'll do half and half. I think, honestly, having the cat miked up. Does he always squint? (laughs) 99.5% of the time, he is squinting like a wise Chinese master. (laughs) When you grab a foil ball for him to play with, his chakra aligns, and he looks at you... With the widest, greenest eyes you've ever seen in
0: your life. You know, come to think of it, I don't think I've ever actually seen his eyes. The first time. I've seen him, like, obviously running around and playing, but yeah. never just like chilling. He's always looking like this. Yeah. When you grab one of the foil things and, like, just go, shh, shh, shh. he just,
1: like, aligns eyes wide open. I was like, oh, that's what color your eyes are? <laughs> I've owned you for, like, eight months and I didn't know.
0: <laughs> I have seen your
1: eyes. <laughs> I'm not being a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he had a real bad upper respiratory infection. when We found him like two weeks in and, uh, we, we gave him all the medicine and everything. And he's, he's all mostly healed, but he, he gets a lot of eye gunk. So we put medicine in him like, uh, one and now he's just staring at me. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you're the one that sprayed. Oh, so, okay. Uh, so yeah, we, we gave him medicine like once every, every other day or something like that. and, it helps but his eyes still get gunked up a little bit so he just squints a lot until there is a toy. And Such then a good boy. And then we focus. <laughs> and then we murder it cuz he pushes it over the steps down into the railing.
0: Scar, brother. <laughs> help <laughs> me. <laughs> no.
1: Uh, so, yeah, that's a that's a thing. <laughs> so speaking of cars cuz we were talking about your your car game fun. Yes. How, did you, did you see the news from uh, Goodyear? I did not. They're, they made for CES a new, new tire. They're trying to get to 100% renewable resources for tires. Okay. And this new one, I think they said is 90%. Uh, and then there's an old new one that is at like 70%. So it's That's made awesome. out of, um, and it's actually like money where your mouth is. You could actually drive them today. They ran them through all of, like, the safety tests and all of, like, Goodyear's tests, and they were actually, like, approved for road use. So what they're trying to do now is, like, basically start the mass manufacturing process to make them, like, a thing. Um, but it's made out of mostly renewable resources. It's at, like, like I said, it's at about 90%. And um, they bought it to CES, and they were like, this is not like a 10 years in the future kind of thing. Hmm. We're trying to have this on the market now. And in, I think they said by 2030, they are committing to 100% renewable tire.
0: Oh, that's awesome.
1: And I was like, you know, I wouldn't expect that from tire companies. Mm-hmm. You, like, no offense to tire companies, but yeah, you literally just make waste with rubber. Mm-hmm.
0: So... Well, I know uh, IndyCar recently, uh, Firestone, supplies their tires. Mm -hmm. And they, last year, started with a green initiative where uh, IndyCar, for all road courses, have two different tire compounds. Basically, you have a harder one and a softer one. Mm. Harder ones last longer because they're harder, they're more rigid, you know, that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, Softer tires are much quicker, but they wear a lot quicker as well. They brought a special eco compound, and I forget the the whole story behind it, mm-hmm. but it's like a renewable resource and all that kind of thing Um, that they actually started racing towards the second half of the year. Yeah. And uh, they had like the black tires and the red tires, they called them. Mm. They replaced the red tires, which are the softer, faster ones with green tires, mm. which, and because they're more eco, they degrade a lot more, right? but they're also a hell of a lot faster. Oh, that's interesting. So like, they started adding that and the teams have to do a compound switch per like once every like in the race. Mm. Um, So like a lot of people were saying, Oh, this tire is so much quicker, but the wear is just awful. Like for now, like 10 laps and they have to come back in and put new tires on for now, for now. That's that's it adds to like the race strategy and the eco-ness. I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful if, if we're
1: doing 2030, I'm hopeful that we could, finally start phasing out rubber rubber tires that are just mm-hmm. going into landfills. Yeah. Um and being I think they were using like grape seed flax and like <laughs> corn husks and like all this other stuff to to make it like possible. Um just really cool tech and then while I was on it I started looking into it. Um I'm also really excited for hydrogen cars. I think that's going to be really cool. I know they have them in California, and
0: I believe Australia. I I have seen one natural gas, maybe it was hydrogen, either hydrogen or natural natural gas gas station in New Jersey. So I think that's for natural gas cars because there was
1: one in Freehold by my old house. I think that might be the one I know. So it was off like thirty five or something. And it was always like 70 cents a gallon. I was like, where do I fill my car? Yeah, but like I, I didn't realize it was natural right gas. Yeah. <laughs> but um, hydrogen isn't available in New Jersey yet. It's only in California. Okay. Which is why you can only buy hydrogen cars in California, at least in the United States. Um, I'm really excited about it. I like the idea of being able to drive and the only thing that you're outputting is clean air and fresh water.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no ICE in my car. Internal combustion engine. Nope. It just it uh your exhaust is fresh water
1: and you are actually cleaning the air around you while you drive. <laughs> it is actually it, it actually filters like clean filters your air. That's so while cool. you drive around. So you instead of being on a highway that is com- uh polluting the entire roadway, especially in like those like city areas and stuff like that, instead mm-hmm. of polluting all the streets you're driving in, you'd actually be purifying the streets you're driving in yeah
0: like i love that yeah like the fact that technology like we live in a day and age where yeah a lot of the world just fucking sucks (laughs) but like those little bright spots to me are so cool where eventually you know that could be the norm yeah You know, that's what I'm hopeful for. Like, I I remember as a kid, like watching Star Trek and Star Wars and like the replicator or like different Mm -hmm. things like that. You could be like, computer, give me a ham and cheese sandwich. And then it just pops one out. Mm -hmm. But we're getting to the point where, although not right away, Mm -hmm. we could like with like the different, like, um, not like cloning, but, um, they have 3d printed food. Yeah, That's that literally that like. It I just think that's so great, cool, but like, yeah. And I, I mean, I, I was joking with my girlfriend the other day, her, uh, her and I were talking about 3d printing and all that. And just the fact that 3d printing exists mm-hmm. in the first place yeah, is the coolest thing. Cause you could sit there and say, all right, I have X problem. No one has come up with this solution, but it's too, it's too specific of a solution for someone to come up with the solution. Mm-hmm. But now I have a computer. I have a 3d printer. I'm going to fix it. Mm -hmm. Like how many things have you made that just worked? I've made a lot of dumb, silly
1: things over the years. I've been 3D printing since the first ones that were commercially available. My first 3D printer was a Kickstarter made out of laser cut wood, acrylic, and fishing line. (laughs) So instead of, you know, precise uh, belts and all of that good stuff, you would use fishing line, mm. and you would tension the fishing line to the right note. You would oh, you would grab a guitar tuner <laughs> and tune your fishing line to the E chord. And then that's how you know your 3D printer was working correctly. <laughs> it was a Delta printer, so there was three towers, and the thing moved like that and then moved up, and that's how it would 3D print. I think I got maybe three good prints off of that printer <laughs> when I owned it and then I got a new one I had I got a little Delta printer same concept just way better mm-hmm. um, and then I that's when I started getting into it that's when I started like okay I can actually make stuff now yeah and then um, from there I got my... SLA printer, which is the one um, you're going to be owning soon, mm-hmm. which is the one that is, like, the first generation of uh, resin printing. And that was when I really got into, like, oh, I could print, like, little things. Because before I was printing, um, like, stupid things. Like, uh, I was printing, the like... Fucktopus. The octopus. The octopus <laughs> was one of them. Um, like, remote holders. um replacement parts is another big one that 3d printers are just fantastic for Mm -hmm. like yeah the 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 thingy off the back of
0: the remote just print a new one yeah you just make a new one my my girlfriend's coworker has a bunch of drones Mm -hmm. and they fly them indoors because they're not you know that's where the thing takes place Mm -hmm. so they crash a lot a lot the drones that she purchased came with the STL files uh-huh, to make new to make new pieces. So if they crash, they will go in and make their own pieces to mm. replace the ones that they broke. That's fantastic. Which were probably previously three D printed by the the year before, mm. which crashed and broke, which so, were printed by the year before. So there was so a on.
1: there was a company who had a three D printer that they sold x amount of printers and then they would sell um, the bundle for the printer that was just the metal um, pieces everything else they sent you a file of all of the stl files and you would either go to a local library and print them cuz i was going to say how are you going to print something that you, you don't in case have you the ability didn't print know print all local library oh, almost all local libraries now actually offer 3D printing services for pretty much, like, the cost of the plastic. They're not upcharging you. It's fantastic. Um, So they would basically sell you instead of, like, I think they did still sell both, but the gist was they wanted to get the community involved. So you would either reach out to someone in the community who owns one of the printers already or your local library, or if you have a friend that has a 3d printer and they would 3d print you the pieces you need to basically build your 3d printer. And they would give you like a steep discount because they don't have to spend all of that time. Yeah. You know, induction printing the pieces to make it like, you know, new. So that was like a really cool thing. I don't know how far they got. Um, but I remember that being a thing. Um, that was really interesting. So, you know, 3D printers have gone far. Um, they look really good now. You can get things that look probably
0: better than when you would buy it from a store, mm-hmm. um, which is wild. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I'm thinking of things that, like, I would like to print for myself. Mm-hmm. One of them is a holder for the Amazon Spy device that I have in my room mm-hmm. and, and, like, a combination of that and, like, pencil holder. Yeah, that's a
1: biggie. So on... um. I have a surround or not a surround. Sound. I have a speaker system on my computer. Um, it's like a Klipsch, two point one surround sound. It's one of the one that's that's been selling for like fifteen years. It's just got the two speakers and like a giant subwoofer and like a little remote thing. The remote thing slides in one of the speakers, but the way my speakers are, they're behind my monitors, so I can't reach the volume knob. Well, I'm not the only one that has that problem. Someone modeled the opposite of the holder. That has two screw mounts, so I printed it and I screwed it to the bottom of my desk. And now, right on my desk in the corner, I have the volume knob.
0: Oh, that's genius! It
1: looks like it came with my desk. Wow! But it's it's just a three D printed part. Same with my Guitar Hero controllers. I have the original V's, um, that the white ones with the whatever the Explorer wired ones. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Guitar Hero two, yeah,
1: I think two or first, three the first for the three hundred and sixty. Yeah, one of those. It was both, I think. They released that guitar forever. Um I wanted to hang them on the wall and thankfully they uh the neck fret part, like the the head part is like shaped like of like a like a pizza slice, I guess. Someone 3D modeled the perfect pizza slice. So I printed it, screwed it to my wall, and they literally slide in and out perfectly. That's so cool. So I have like Guitar mounts on my wall. You see them on my stream. If you, if you watch um, the streams on Tuesdays and you see the guitars behind me, those those shelves that are there are three D printed.
0: I I made those so that they could hang up. Which uh, quick plug Tuesday nights eight <laughs> o'clock Eastern Twitch TV slash Tabletop Trio. Solid, solid. We uh, last night we played <laughs> Sea of Thieves, going for the booty, and uh, that I'm might down. be a, that might be a story a uh, a continuation.
1: Yeah, we might. It was a we lot might, of fun. We might do that more. That was a. Uh, it was a it was good a, time. It was a good uh, Valentine's Day tie in. <laughs> so, God damn it. <laughs> so, yeah, um, 3D printers are fun for those random things. That, like, the only problem with me is it's been so long that I've had them that now I, like, forget like the fun of mm-hmm. when people first get the 3D printers. One of my neighbors just got one. And he's, he's like printing all these things and he's showing them on Facebook. Like I'm printing this and I'm printing that. And I'm like, Oh, I remember the days when I was like excited for like, it's like,
0: man, I just printed a Benchy.
1: Yeah. Or like, you know, I, I printed a little model or like he printed like a little remote holder for like his, uh, led remote that just like goes on the wall. And I was like, I remember the days when I was excited to print like stupid shit. And then mm-hmm. it's gotten so far now that I'm like, I don't even like, I use it to print Either things that are like extraordinarily stupid, and then I'm excited, or um, just are so complicated that I'm probably never going to finish printing them.
0: Yeah. Well, because you you had gotten the STL for that whole D and D like DM kit. Yeah.
1: Which is stupid involved. Well, it was, yeah, there's like 35 parts, which wouldn't be the bad part. The problem was that. Uh, this, this goes back to a lot of other things. I don't have a lot of space for the hobby area for, like, my 3D printer to sit. I have a big printer. So, like, I need to use pretty much, like, a chunk of this table <laughs> to sit here and have it print. But, like, we use this table, obviously, for here, um, D&D Mondays and Thursdays. Like, we we always have people at this table. So, I can't just have a 3D printer just sitting up here printing. Mm-hmm. So, um. I ran out of space and then I kickstarted that thing that uh, we had on the channel that has like the seven filament inputs Mm -hmm. and then you could like print in different colors at the same time. Um, That is heavily involved. Oh, I could only (laughs) imagine. There is more programming than I ever thought necessary for that product. So I haven't even taken it out of the box yet because I don't have a spot and that doesn't like clip onto my printer. I have to like mount it somewhere close like on a wall or on a bar or something so it basically leads down to i need a spot where this printer is permanently going to sit that i could hook this up and then have things print like those dm things yeah each one of those boards takes about nine hours Mm -hmm. i have to be able to put it somewhere where nine hours a day it could print and i don't have to worry about Mm -hmm. coming back to like a giant blob of plastic
0: (laughs) which happens a lot yeah. <laughs> That's one of my fears when getting into this as well. Like I obviously am gonna start out small. Mm-hmm. Like just kind of like D D minis. Um, you know, that Amazon spy device holder, mm-hmm. maybe a holder for my um Stream Deck for my computer, like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Nothing super crazy. Right. Until I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go go to uh, Thingiverse and you know buy X, Y, and Z. That's another thing I need. It's a to buy. slippery. It's a slippery slope. It is because like
1: I started with the little one that could print like pretty much like this bottle was as, as big as you can get. Um, like the one that you're gonna get could print maybe your phone in a block. That's about the size. Mm-hmm. That's all it could print. Um, then it's like, well, I want to print. Bigger stuff. Yeah. And then it becomes bigger and bigger
0: and bigger. (laughs) So the first thing, and I know I've said, oh, the first thing I'm going to build, I'm going to build. I need to to make something to better deal with this crap. Mm -hmm. Didn't I 3D print one? You did. You 3D printed this and I immediately broke broke it. it it. I broke (laughs) it trying to get it into the thing. Mm. Because again, I'm an idiot. So... (laughs) What I want to what I want to do, and I remember in college seeing ads for this. It was basically a cap that would go around the charging block for mm. a MacBook Pro. Let me just get this out so it's easier to manage. Um, it was basically a cap that would go over top of this and have the same design of prongs. Mm. And instead of wrapping it around these, because these were a very easy thing to break. These, uh, for the listeners, are like two little
1: rabbit ears, basically, mm-hmm. that the pop out of the side of like the charger, kind of up in the air, um, and then the cable wraps around the top of it.
0: Yeah, not a not a great design by Apple. No, but at the time it worked. You know what I mean? Like this one is still original. Yeah. And the only reason this one broke is because I stepped on it. <laughs> and oh boy, did it hurt. I bet. <laughs> so, you know, at least it survived. I mean, this one survived. It's a 2010 MacBook. So mm-hmm. this thing's a teenager now. Yeah. Like <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I wanna design or find on Thingiverse where it's a like a cap that goes over top of this and has the rabbit ears basically in the same location, but just thread the cable through the top and wrap it around that way. Mm. So that's what I want to do first. Makes sense.
1: Yeah, Eventually. There, there's a lot of things that I used to like, I want this, I want that. And then it was like, I don't really need it. And then it was like, mm, do I, do I, even, am I going to use that? And then I, I printed models a lot, like little stupid things and they were, they were fun. And then um, it just, I don't know. Maybe I just got tired of, um, because I don't know how to 3D model. Um, mm. I know it's shocking. It's one of the hobbies I didn't get into, um, yet. yet. Give it time. You're going like, to learn to 3D model. I have the software. I just never got into it. Um, <laughs> because I always wanted to make prototypes. Like I wanted to, like, like you're saying, like you wanted to build that thing. Like I wanted to make, um, like a holder for my phone because it's a fold and they don't ever fit any other model. Like I I wanted to do more prototype stuff like that, Mm -hmm. but because I don't know how to do modeling, I'd basically just be paying someone over and over to model something for me. And it's like, that defeats the whole purpose of getting a 3d printer. It's for you to fiddle Mm -hmm. and like print something 42 times because revision one, you realize that you were using millimeters instead of inches and then, you know, version two, you realize that it wasn't as long as you thought it was going to be. And yeah. Then version three, because d- you didn't put the, you didn't hollow out the model, so it ended up, like, failing miserably. <laughs> like, <laughs> it ended up
0: being just a giant block. <laughs> you put Number the Number four, thing you and it just made a apart. slice of cheese. You're yeah. just like, how did I do this? So,
1: I remember one of the things I did design, there's, like, a website you can go to. That's babies. it's, like, baby's first 3D modeling. And, um... They give you, like, letters of the alphabet, shapes, and um, you could put in, like, font. So you could, like, type, and it'll 3D give you... And it gives you, like, a little build space. Everything is multicolored. I'm not kidding. It's, like, baby's first 3D printer. And um, I remember taking the Chevy logo, uh, putting it into the thing, then putting my brother's name on the Chevy logo... And then putting two wrenches like X behind that. And then I printed it in silver and I sprayed it with chrome spray paint. Mm-hmm. Like I cleaned it up. I sprayed it with chrome paint. And my brother put it in on his toolbox. He's a mechanic. Because um, he wanted a nameplate for his toolbox. I'm like, yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, instead that's... of like just like a, a logo with your name on it. Yeah. Um, or what I was going to do is just steal a bunch of letters off of cars Until I got all of his names, but, like, turns out it's really hard to try to find some of those letters. (laughs) So.
0: I need the A from a (laughs) Kia. Yeah. Uh,
1: I think, what was it? Not R. R was easy. F was a little, it would have to be, like, a Santa Fe, but the Fe is usually one, and so. I mean, you could do anything from Ford. Yeah, but they have, like, the big thing. Or, or like,
0: the F-150, F-250. Yeah, those Like, any of the
1: Ford trucks. So. Um, and then I think, uh, eyes were hard outside of yeah. Kia. So yeah, Kia or infinity. Yeah. it's about it. So, you know, that was, he, he put it on his toolbox and then he came back to me like two days later and he's like, how much are those things? And I was like, for me, I don't know, like four cents. And he goes, everybody in my job wants
0: more. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, oh, for
1: them, five bucks. <laughs> I was like, w- okay, what would you tell them? And he goes, ten dollars each. <laughs> yes. So I made like six of them for all these guys. Somebody wanted Ford, like the circle. Some people wanted. Um, oh, that's cool. So I, I like customized them. It t- takes like five minutes each, and uh, I printed them for all. My brother sprayed them all with chrome. We made like sixty bucks. We got pizza, like.
0: You know, sometimes it's it's things like that that are fun. Yeah, it's like it's the easy things. You're just like, yeah, you know what, this is worth it. Kitta uh, Kitta says in chat, you can learn. Uh, they're just a graphic designer, and some guys at work taught me how to 3D model.
1: Yeah, I think I'm trying to do too much too quick with the 3D modeling because I went from like I want to learn how to create a box to like how do I mold faces. Like it's it's just. Too fast, too quick. Because um, I wanted to do it to, like, make minis and stuff. Like, oh, I, yeah. I want to be able to, like, create my own, like, d minis and stuff like that. But that's, like, that's more of, like, a sculpting tool, I think is what they call it. Like, um, I can't remember the name of the software. There's, like, AutoCAD and stuff. Um, and then, um, I forget the other big one, um, Whereas, like, for building things. And then there's, like, another, I think it was called Maya, was the one that I was yeah. looking at. And Maya was, like... This isn't for building things. This is for sculpting things. Mm-hmm. And like that's... Oh, I know
0: Maya's also using like game design and that kind yes, of shit too. Because yes. that's how they they model like
1: people to like, mm-hmm. you know. So that was like, I wanted to learn Maya to do that. But then I was like, okay. Uh, oh, SolidWorks. That's what I was thinking. So like that's SolidWorks right. is, is a big one that um, one of my other IT guys use um, for prototyping. Whenever he, they need to build something, like... The amount of things he tells me he builds, um, he's like, my fence broke, so I'm 3D printing a new latch. <laughs> and then, like, um, my son wanted a, a holder. He my My son got into Dragon Ball Z figures, and he wanted a holder. So I 3D modeled a holder for his statue, and then I ran lines to put LEDs in it. So that I have the remote and I could change the colors of the LEDs for his statue. And then he oh, printed, cool. he modeled it and printed the whole thing. And I'm like, do you know how much money people would buy for that? Like your son is not the only one who
0: likes Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. They have a following. I, I recently bought, um, so my brother went to Disney and bought Holocrons in the Star Wars area. It's a thing from it's a thing from the movies. Got it. Um uh, basically it's basically the Jedi version of a USB. Mm. Like it just it holds information, that kind of shit. Got it. So my brother bought one uh bought one for me a couple of years ago of the Jedi Holocron. Mm-hmm. And then this past year when he went to Disney, he bought me a Sith one. Mm-hmm. And they would just kind of sit there. Mm-hmm. I found out found people online that would um 3D print holders for them. And I have to bring them in one of these weeks. I might bring them in next week. Um, Where they have, the Jedi one has the Jedi logo underneath and mm-hmm. it like holds it there. And they have others that had like LED lights and all that other stuff. But I'm like, eh, yeah. I, I don't need it. So I bought one for the Jedi one, another one for the Sith one. And they look so cool.
1: So it seems like that, like I want to make more stuff like that. Like I have, old stuff from my my parents that are just, at this point, I want to make, like, displays out of. Mm-hmm. And, like, another big one um, is my retro consoles. A ton of people make a lot of displays for the consoles that have, like, um, they'll have, like, the name of the console, and then, like, most old consoles have, like, those feats or slots or stuff like that that's in the back. And these basically fit perfectly onto that slot. So you're not hurting the console. You're getting like a nice lift so that you can still see it and like make it look pretty. And it has like the console named all 3d printed.
0: That's so and cool. I'm like,
1: I want that. Like I want to make that, but I need a space for all of those to go after I print. Oh, them. Yeah.
0: And, and not only that, but like you guys also have, you know, Nintendo switch and that kind of stuff. There's so many things you can 3d print for a switch. So that's it's actually disturbing.
1: That's actually one of the things we did print. Um, I have not big hands. I have normal size hands. The, the Switch cons would always give me pain when I play for more than like an hour. Mm-hmm. So I 3D printed uh, basically hand grips that went over the original. So like the Switch clips into it. I think it had to be ripped off of another thing from like Walmart because it had the injection molds. Like you know where like the flat parts go that like are very clearly like they had that on the model, so I'm like okay someone definitely did or something yeah yeah. scan this and then whatever but listen I didn't see it anywhere available so I printed it and
0: I I'm gonna have to fuck I'm gonna have
1: to do that too God damn it you're giving me too many ideas (laughs) sorry so like (laughs) I got that I clipped it in it was great my
0: hands were like felt better and. I have a six-hour flight to Denver in the summer. I'm gonna, I'm gonna need something. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna need.
1: <laughs> so, 3D printing is great for stuff like that. For like those little things. Um, I forget what else. I've printed things like little things around the house that I needed. Um, that like were just like, oh, wouldn't it be great if that thing did that? And then I'd be like, yeah, yeah. It looks like we're not the only one who had that thought. Click. Yeah. I'd like to be able to, want to to be one of those people that are like,
0: I had that thought first. Let yeah. me put it out yeah. there. Yeah, you are going to put one <laughs> thing up on Thingiverse, and it's like the number one downloaded thing. Yeah, because like, that's the kind of shit that you do, and I don't know how you do it. I don't know. I'm a, I'm, I am think I was supposed to be an inventor.
1: I just, I never had the You're will. you a real-life artificer. <laughs> yeah, I just never had the will to really get behind it. I'm always like five years early on every. Tech thing, ever. right? It's unfortunate. <laughs> How's Loaf? Quick, quick mm. loaf check. Uh, Still yes. loafing. Looks like a slipper. Yes.
0: A baby slipper needs a loaf of bread. Nope, he's dead. Yeah, he's dead to the world. <laughs> he's like, Yep, I am happy. I'm stoned and I'm good. <laughs> happy, stoned, and I live here. <laughs> so, but uh, I feel like this is a pretty good jumping off point yeah. for uh, for tonight. Uh, join us uh, next week Bronson should hopefully be back with us Um, should be a pretty good time don't forget as always you can check us out on all the different social medias uh, pretty much anywhere you find podcasts as well finally we're on Apple we're there oh god took us long enough but thank you Apple support for dealing with me and I'm gonna oh all that fun stuff I'm gonna 3D print some podcast badges (laughs) yes now that
1: we've collected them all
0: (laughs) (laughs) i am all in for that we i mean we could 3d print a sign that can go literally right here yes tabletop trio we'll do it that'll be fun but uh for uh one final time i'm bob i'm joe and this has been tabletop trio thank you all so much for hanging out with us we'll talk to you soon
1: This is Joe from the Tabletop Trio podcast. Thanks again for listening. Tune in live Wednesdays at 8 p.m. on twitch.tv slash tabletoptrio. And if you like what you hear, don't forget to tell a friend.